This is the Pin Power Podcast with your host, Kara Chase. Every week, Kara teaches you about Pinterest marketing, online entrepreneurship, and productivity. How to's and insider tips to build a strong foundation for marketing your business. You can read more about each episode over on the blog at karachase.com. Now, let's dive in. Hey, hey, thanks so much for listening in today. If you haven't already, click subscribe to listen to the Pin Power podcast wherever you tune into your favorite podcasts. If you want to get started learning to use Pinterest for your business, go to karachase.com and get started for free. Today we are talking about time blocking. If it's not working for you, I am going to tell you how to try this easy productivity tip instead. Who doesn't love a good productivity tip or hack? It's easy to believe if we find the right app or trick, we'll magically become more productive and check off the never ending to-do list. But getting more done in your day is about more than the perfect tip. It's about understanding your own ideal week and how you work best. When I started my own business, I had part-time childcare for my toddler and no idea how to structure my day. Then I read a few blogs about time blocking and I thought I had discovered scheduling magic pixie dust. I mean, who doesn't love a good system, right? So let me tell you why time blocking didn't work for me. I quickly discovered a problem with trying to use time blocking for my life. It was actually two problems. Number one, not good enough perfectionism. And number two, life as a work from home mom. On Sundays, like client work, admin, content creation, all color coded and organized, and my calendar looked like I had my shiznit together. Then, Inevitably, by Tuesday afternoon, the calendar and time blocking were totally off the rails with no hope of saving them. Why? Well, I can safely say that my time blocking system didn't work for three specific reasons. Number one, I either under or overestimated how much time a task would take. Number two, I did not build in enough time for self-care like lunch or taking a walk. Number three, family life took priority, like the kiddo was homesick or I had relatives visiting. Let's look at each issue to really take a look at why they broke my time blocking system. So the first, not blocking the correct amount of time. While I have gotten better about estimating how much time a particular task will take, I'm inevitably an optimist about what I can accomplish. I'd block an hour to write a new blog, then realize at two hours in, I still wasn't finished. That extra hour would cut into the next block of time for something else that was also important, and the spiral of never being done would set in. On the other end of the spectrum, I would sometimes block too long for a task, finish early, and then spend time in a click hole of social media or inbox purgatory. Then I'd look up from whatever I was distracted with and feel tired and aimless. Not the best way to launch into the next time block. Either way, I'd feel like I was behind and couldn't catch up or half brain dead spending energy on the scroll. So the second problem, no time for self care. 
It's taken me over five years in business and two kids later to realize the true importance of self-care. Every entrepreneur mom thinks they can do it all, and we can, but you'll go farther and longer if you make sure you're taking care of yourself. When I tried time blocking, I'd make a half-hearted effort to block 30 minutes for lunch, thinking I couldn't afford more with only part-time daycare. And guess what would happen? The time block that I thought would take one hour actually took over my lunch, and then I'd bump into a scheduled client call. By the time I looked up again, it'd be time to pick up the kiddo and I'd have eaten coffee and a cheese snack all day. Not good. About three years into my business, I also discovered the connection between my gut health and emotional health. On the days where I barely had anything to eat, I'd noticed by about 3 p.m. that it felt like the sky was falling. I'd sink into wondering what the heck I was doing, why I was bothering with trying to be wealthy and profitable and happy, and the comparisonitis would take over. Then I'd step away from my desk, have something to eat, drink some water, and magically, everything didn't seem so dire anymore. On the days where I actually took care of my nutrition and hydration, those anxious and depressing thoughts never took hold or spiraled out of control. Now self-care is built into every single day and it's non-negotiable. I reserve time in the morning for meditation and journaling, breaks throughout the day to stretch and go outside, and nutrition and hydration are pre-planned and a priority. The lesson I've learned is the better I take care of myself, the more productive I am. Okay, so problem number three, unexpected family priorities. The best, most important reason I started my own business was to be able to put my family first and prioritize accordingly. But balancing client work, content creation, and the monkey wrench of having a sick kiddo that's home or family that's coming to visit because they don't think you actually do anything can be disastrous at worst and frustrating at best. All it takes is one day that you end up not being able to work to throw off your entire week. It's easy to feel like the world is on your shoulders when your to-do list isn't getting checked off and client emails are staring at you from your inbox. So how did I fix this and what is this productivity tip? So I'm going to tell you about how I created my ideal work week instead of time blocking. When I realized that time blocking wasn't going to work for me, I knew I needed to find some sort of system that would provide me with structure, but also be flexible. Now I theme my days according to different categories of work that I do in my business. My current categories include creation, pin power method, which is our Pinterest marketing membership, client work, admin, and CEO time. With these themes, I have different subcategories of specific types of work I do, and they're color-coded because that makes me happy. Over on the blog, I have a great screenshot of my spreadsheet to show you exactly what I mean. I have just enough structure to help me focus and plan my week with the built-in flexibility to pivot my plans as needed. I also love that since I created my ideal work week in the spreadsheet format, I can redo and tweak as necessary. And we all know that schedules can change overnight. When I sat down at my business planning retreat this fall, 
I opened up my ideal work week to see what I needed to adjust. I realized that I hadn't redone my week since January of 2020. To refresh your memory, in January 2020, my oldest kiddo was in actual school and we were in pre-coronavirus lockdown. Yeah, so to say my schedule needs had changed was an understatement. So how do you set up flexible theme days for your ideal work week? When I sat down to redo my spreadsheet, I started with being realistic about the time I actually have to work and making sure my own time and family time were taken care of first. The pink edges outlining the different times of day for the week signify the time I have to work. This can help you see at a glance if it really can fit certain tasks into your day. Again, there's a great screenshot over on the blog. For example, Fridays are half days for me because my oldest has a weekly horse camp right after lunch. I know that trying to fit in lots of client work or content creation is not the best fit for a half day, but tracking my metrics and doing my budget are smaller tasks that help me feel like my week is completed. Similarly, I know that I love starting my week with my own content creation for my business. I love blogging, writing emails, and working on my sales funnels. When I make sure to prioritize my creation time, it sets me up for feeling like I've accomplished something important first. Okay, so Mondays and Fridays are set for my themes with a whole bunch of different options for what I can do with that time. For example, for content creation, I could choose to blog, create a lead magnet, work on email sequences, anything that makes sense under that theme. The rest of the week is flexible for working on pin power method, client work, meetings, and any other admin I need to do. By having a list of possible activities that fall under each theme, I can be flexible enough to work on what feels right for that week. When I sit down to brain dump my to-do list, I can then slot each one into the theme days that make the most sense. And the best part is by grouping my tasks into their proper theme days, I can stay mostly in one headspace at a time. This means less context switching for my already overloaded brain and more clarity and focus on the tasks at hand. So to wrap up, Time blocking can feel restrictive and never good enough for a type A perfectionist entrepreneur like me, and maybe that's you too. By learning how to create my ideal work week with theme days and sorting my tasks, I've become more productive and my days feel like they're in the flow and easy. If you want your own copy of the ideal work week with instructions, you should sign up for the Pinterest and Entrepreneurship Resource Library. You'll get instant access to 13 workbooks, checklists, videos, and how-tos to save you time, get quick wins, and take control of your business like the CEO you are. Because you're not winning points or getting gold stars for learning all these how-tos on your own. I will link you up. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Want to know more about Pinterest marketing for your online business? Head over to pinpowermethod.com, the first Pinterest marketing membership designed for entrepreneurs. We'll catch you next time, Rockstar.